Welcome to the Talk Griefy to Me podcast presented by Tatum the Label. On Talk Griefy to Me, we pull back the curtain on all things grief. I'm here to have real and raw conversations about the challenges we face on this everlasting journey, share my experiences, and bring education and awareness to the world of grief. This podcast is created for the loved, the lost, the lonely, and everyone in between. I welcome you to listen along with an open mind as we all experience grief in different ways. Let's learn how to intertwine grief and life together. Let's talk griefy. On this first episode of Talk Griefy to Me, we will dive into how I got here, a little intro about me, how Tatum the Label started, and what my goal is for this podcast and Tatum the Label moving forward. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Please be gentle with me. This is my first recording ever, so I'm not the best. We're not perfect. This is my first shot at it. And again, thank you guys so much for being here. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Hello, 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 and welcome to my first episode of Talk Griefy to Me. I am so excited to be here. I'm so nervous. I've been trying to gain the courage to film this first episode. I have so many things that I want to say. I have so many things that I want to explain and talk about and all of these experiences. And I just had to start somewhere. So I want to start on how I got here and how I'm even qualified, let's call it, to talk about grief and to provide grief resources to the people that want to hear them, grievers or non-grievers. So if you just found this podcast or you follow me on Instagram, my personal page or my grief company I'm still going to give a little intro of who I am and and how I got here. So my name is Tatum Ronco. I just turned 28 years old. I live in Phoenix, Arizona, Peoria to be exact. Um, Born and raised here, only child, an amazing family. I'm so close to my mom and dad and a very, very loving, goofy, crazy boy named Keith and I fell in love at the end of 2020. So um, March 26th, 2022, Keith and I were in a head-on collision where Keith lost his life. And I was welcomed. (laughs) Such a horrible word. I was introduced or thrown into what it felt like, thrown into the world of grief. And... I didn't know anything about grief, although I thought I did because of what society had taught me about grief. And I soon realized that society doesn't teach you anything about grief or how to help a griever or how to be a griever or any of the above. So um, I wake up from the accident. I didn't go to sleep for a few days, but I wake up a few days later And I hadn't looked at my phone for a few days. And I really, really wanted to find someone or something that would help me 
understand how the heck this just happened to me and what I'm supposed to do. I am a list girl and I am type A and I wanted a checklist and I wanted someone to just tell me this is how it is X, Y, and Z and this is what you're supposed to do. And I learned very early on that that's just not how it works. So I get on my phone. First thing I do, search Young Widow Resources. Keith and I were not married, although we had every intention. We were together for about a year and a half, so it was a conversation. And we had just talked about, do we get married or do we build a house? And both of us were like, you could give us a rubber band ring. We're married in our heart. We know we're going to be married. We know we're meant for each other. Um, Let's get the house. Let's start a family. Let's focus on things like that. So I look up Young Widow resources and I come across the definition of a young widow is 50 to 65 years old. And I'm like, cool. I'm early to this party. 30 years early to this party. So what do I do now? So I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I go page two, page three. I find like Hospice of the Valley, um, a church group, and a third world country foundation for young widows. And that's it. That's all I found on Google. So I was like, well, putting my phone down, that just reminded me that there's no hope out there for me. No one can help me. I'll, you know, try at it again a different day. And so over the next few weeks, I started connecting with people online. I started, you know, someone would write me and say that they knew someone that was a widow or knew someone that that lost someone around the same age as me, you know, or went through something somewhat similar. And so I got to start talking to people and start kind of getting a grip on what the resources were that were out there that might have not been on Google. So I got all these grief books. I started reading every grief book. I will say this, if you're a griever or a non-griever, you may know this or not know this, but most grievers have a really, really, really hard time reading. Year one, still can't read. Year five, still can't read. I mean, most of my widow friends um, are like, you're crazy. I, I, I'm i on year four. I haven't even picked up a book. I can't even read through a paragraph. So somehow, some way, I didn't even like reading my whole life. And I was going through 300 page books in two or three days. Um, and I was resonating with every single thing these books were saying. I was just like, yep, that's me. Yep, that's me. Yep, spot on. And so I started learning all of this stuff. And I thought, why the heck are these things like not out there? I mean, they are, right? But like, how has that never come across me? You know, I, I knew people that lost, lost someone really close to them and I had no idea how to help. And like, why was that not kind of like right in my face ready to, to help? So my mom made a good point, like, since when do you do a book club on a Friday night or you say, hey, girls, let's not go to the bar. Let's read about death tonight. Like, let's learn just in case something happens to us. So 
of course, I, I understood why these things had never really like crossed paths with me. So anywho, I'm reading these books and I'm starting to write reviews and I'm putting them on my Instagram and I'm getting so much response. Hey, my neighbor didn't lose, you know, the love of their life, but they lost their son. Will this help them? Hey, my neighbor lost her grandma. I know it's not the same, but will it help? And I'm like, yes. Like, grief does not have to be compared. And grief is grief. And yes, we're all different. And our loss is different. And the person's different. And the situation's different. And the type of loss and how we lost. I mean, everything's different. But we have this common denominator. Like, there's a hole in our life. And our heart in our everyday in how we think about that. I mean, there's just like... Loss is loss. It's not comparable and there's there's no comparison yet there's this common denominator that like we need help. We need connectedness. We need to get together. We we need so much. So I start putting these together and it's getting to the point where I am getting so many messages that I it's exhausting. Grief is exhausting. It's so hard to reply back. It's so hard to rewrite the same things over and over. So I go in my notes and I start writing. Here's the book. Here's, you know, my one to one out of 10 or 10 out of 10, whatever, you know, I wanted to write about the book. That way, if someone asked me, all I had to do was copy and paste it. So I get this wild idea. I'm an entrepreneur at heart. My family is full of entrepreneurs. I went to business school at ASU. My brain works businessy, whether I like it or not. So I'm like, I need to start a website. I need to put a page together and maybe an Instagram. I need to do something because these people need to hear what I like, what I have found. This could help so many people. And so at first it started as just ease, right? Like if I just make this website page and I just put all of my resources and my reviews on there, I can just copy and paste the website, you know, the page and send it to them. So I had a company that I started in 2018 called Tatum the Label and I hand painted custom jean and leather jackets and it was always a side hustle and always just like some extra cash while I had some other jobs and then I quit my corporate job and I started a company called Tatum UTV and Tatum, the label got put on hold. So I was putting all my focus into this career and this brand that I was trying to create. And it was right. It was right for me to do that. Um, and Keith had moved in and like, we were just trying to make you know, Tatum UTV as successful as possible and set up this life for us. And we were really hard workers and just really determined and focused to create the life that we wanted for each other. So ding, 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 bright idea. I own this URL and I can just delete the whole look of the website and just create this page and send it to people. So I spend time doing that weeks and I am talking. I want to just pour my heart and soul into this, like what not to say, what to say, when you say this to me, this is what I hear. Book resources, website resources, Camp Widow, which I attended, and I would love to do an episode on that. Um, anything I could think of. I, it was, if you're a griever, you know, like grief is your whole life. 
all day, every day you're grieving. So my brain was just running on over. I had so many things to put on the paper. And so in the midst of all this, I'm also doing my form of journaling, which is drawing on my iPad. And I'm just anything that you would write in a journal, I'm drawing and putting into words and creating all of these uh, sketches and things about me and Keith and the accident and love and unconditional love and family and all of this stuff and grief, um, grief brain and the challenges we have. And so one day I have this bright idea, like I want to wear my grief on my sleeve. I want my forehead to say widow. I want to go. So I'm proud to be a widow. I'm proud to be missing somebody. Would I change anything to get Keith back? Absolutely. Don't don't take that as literal as it is, but I wasn't embarrassed that I was a griever. I wanted everyone to know Keith. I wanted everyone to understand, and I wanted everyone to be really gentle with me. In the beginning, I really wanted a shirt that says, like, please be kind to me. I am grieving. Like, I can't take your snarky remark. I can't take the simple thing like you, like, stealing a grocery cart out from in front of me. Like, I'm fragile. Please be nice to me. And so I have this bright idea. I just, I want to put my heart on my sleeve. I want to put my grief on my sleeve. That escalated quickly and... Tatum the Label was rebranded as a grief company, grief community, and a place for grief resources. So if you haven't already and you're looking for resources for your family or your friends, yourself, um, or you just really want to learn just some stuff that maybe you haven't seen before, TatumTheLabel.com. I've got grief resources on there and I've got it sectioned out where you can like I'm a griever or I'm supporting a griever. And then I, I've kind of um, split it up so that, you know, um, they are aimed more towards whoever you are. So, and whatever you need. Um, so anyways, Tatum the Label was created and it has been absolutely amazing. During this, I have sold my company Tatum UTV and my family has sold their company. And so my full-time job now is Tatum the Label, and I can't explain how amazing it is that grief gets to be my life every single day, rather than me having to try to hide my grief. And again, don't take it literal, right? I give grief up for Keith in an instant, but it happened. And it feels very nice to be loved and supported in your grief. And I know that there are a lot of people that don't um, get to feel that. So I'm here to hopefully give you a little bit of that and let your grief be validated and um, explain to you that you're not crazy. You're just really, really, really sad. And you're grieving and you're totally allowed to be doing that and be feeling the things that you're feeling. I really wanted someone to tell me that on day one. And Google told me that I'm not even a young widow yet. <laughs>
I am here to pull back the curtain and show grief for what it is and bring light to what actually happens and validate that you don't have to listen to your neighbor when they told you that you should probably just stop being so sad and and that you should get over it Um, or someone that doesn't understand why you're still sad a year later. Oh my gosh, you really loved that person that much? Of course, I'd be sad and love them for the rest of my life. One thing that really pushed me to start this and start Tatum the Label and bring awareness to grief was society does such a horrible job of making us feel heard and seen and validated and we don't even know how to act and the people around us definitely don't know. They know less than us and we don't even know. I really wanted to bring awareness to what it feels like when other people tell us things that they don't mean to be mean. They don't. They love you and they're trying so hard to help you. And on day five, the things that they say are not helpful. You didn't help me. You just really hurt me. And I learned that we are the griever in the middle. You know, there's one person And I had, let's say, 20 people around me supporting. And it could be one person, five, 20, 100, however many people are around you supporting you. It was so exhausting to try to explain to all of these people how to talk to me. And like, hey, like, I know you mean well, but like, that really hurt me. That doesn't, you're not helping. You're making me more sad. And so I quickly realized there are 20 people around you that need to be educated, not the one person in the middle. They're going through it and they need to be educated and they need to learn, but so do they. Like they're a big group of people that needs to learn how to handle and how to talk to you. And that sometimes saying nothing but holding your hand feels so much better than someone trying to throw toxic positivity at you and like make this all better. And so I'm reading this book called It's Okay That You're Not Okay by Megan Devine. And she is the S-H-I-T. She's so awesome. Um, And she says something I think is so cool. This really is as bad as you think it is. And I just needed someone to tell me that on day one. This is as bad as you think it is. Don't downplay it. This sucks. And as a griever, you know, sometimes it feels so good when someone just says that. Just, this sucks. I'm not going to try to make you feel better. I'm not going to find the silver lining. And I'm not going to tell you that this was meant to happen to you. This sucks. What do you want me to do? You want me to sit here on the couch with you? We can watch TV. You want to play a board game? Let's do that. You want to listen to music? You want to sit outside and say nothing to each other? You want me to drop you off at the park? Are you so hungry and you can't make food? I'll drop it off for you. Um, Connectedness, man. That's so awesome. And just communicating what what you need and and what helps and feels good and what hurts and all that that stuff. Um, I could talk about grief all day. I'm rambling on. Um how I got here. I really, really, really want to make grief not 
a taboo subject. I really want to help you help your friend that just lost their mom. I really want to help you um, better survive every single day. And I want to help me do it too. A lot of people think that um, my job and this is like all exhausting, but man, it helps me to help people and it makes me feel really good. And I'm so, I'm excited that I have something, you know, education, resources, things that I can help people um, and learn from other people too, right? Like I only know my experience, but being connected in the grief community, I get to learn so many others and I get to learn what it's like when you aren't close to your partner's family or you have kids. I don't have, Keith and I don't have kids. I just, I learned so much through experience. So thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to talk about so many things. I've blogged before. I have a few blogs written, but I can't articulate what I want to articulate with my fingers on a keyboard. And I just, I'm really, really excited for this. I hope you are too. I hope I can help you in any way. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for supporting me and for loving me and not judging me and just like taking me as I come. Like we're not perfect. I'm not perfect. I'm no expert. I do not. I'm not a therapist. I'm not licensed. I don't have anything, but guess what? I, this happened to me and I have experience. Um, I'm, I live with this every single day and I'm learning as I go and I hope that we can learn together. So I can't wait. Um, I'm sorry you're here, but I'm really, really happy that we found each other and I'm happy that I could possibly help you 0.00001% because sometimes we need the littlest. Uh, it feels good even if we get anything. So thank you so much. And I will talk to you guys soon. Thanks for taking the time to listen and meet me in a place of kindness and vulnerability. The world is full of grievers and grief supporters. Together, we can change the world and bring light to the darkness inside of grief. For more episodes, resources, and grief tools, please visit us at TatumTheLabel.com.